Howdy ho! Welcome aboard, everybody. It is Wednesday hump day! It's the 15th of June. It's the Ides of June. Welcome to the show. This is Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am Scott Steen. I'm your host, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And every single day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, you will find us right here in this very spot, helping you guys in that journey to head back to the window to catch those winning tickets. So, Scott, how'd your Tuesday go? Oh, it went well. Had a tennis play from a couple days ago that I gave out, which finally happened, <laughs> and that won. I liked the guy plus four games. I said he might win the match as a plus 300, and he won the match as a plus 300, which was pretty nice. Solid. And I faded your Royals, and that was a fun play that I winner yesterday. Easy. Easy money. Easy money, to quote It wasn't Argo. easy. It should have been easy. And then Stallman came in. Walked two guys, hit a batter, and then a sack fly brought home the eventual winning run for me for Giants minus one and a half. There you go. J.C. Stone says, what's cracking? Nothing, man. Just my knuckles, baby. Lex Steele checking in. What's up, Lexi? We just did a uh, a personalized 10-team parlay for Lex. He requested one with no doubling up because he can't bet the same game in a parlay. So Chris did 10 separate picks on 10 separate games for his 10-teamer. Uh, Very good. Hopefully that works out for you. Uh, Ryan Cave says Steen's the hardest working man in sports betting. That's right, buddy. Uh, triple header for me, as you and I did Morning Wood this morning with Allie Burns. Then I did, uh, of course, parlays with Chris. I'm here wrapping it up with you. Better late than never. Had a, uh, a dog defecation emergency. He, I took him out to pee real quick. He kept tugging. He wanted to go further. I'm like, dude, I got to go back. I got to do the show. And I sit down and start to do the show. I start to get the smell. He's over in the corner pooping. I'm like, okay, great. So he gave you a warning. He did. I couldn't, I couldn't blame him. I couldn't blame him. He'd, he'd already pooped once today. So I thought I was safe, but yep. So anyway, that sums it up for me. Uh, Scotty, you know, I would, I did the concert last night, had a good time. Saw, you know, usually my wife and I go to, go to a lot of shows and it's just like newer rock and we play the game. Are we the oldest people there? Uh, that game last night, we could not play that. We were not the old, oldest people there. My buddy and I, we were, uh, so you were sailing away. <laughs> we were we were sailing away. Yes. Okay. Um, the uh, they're talking about you know that we just turned seventy. We're trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives. Like, come on, guys, let's let it go. Uh, I got Tommy Paul earlier live plus three fifty five. Almost got Sissy Fawcett plus two hundred five. He won the first set and then bombed out twice. So Sissy Poss on grass, not exactly a. Uh... A fun choice there. He's it's he's not very good on grass. I, I wouldn't say he's awful, but it's definitely his worst surface. If you want to look for Wimbledon odds, I believe Sitsi Paz has the fifth or sixth uh, lowest odds. Don't bother. He's he's not gonna win. It, he's not very good on grass, and just get used to it. I don't mind the play though. You know, Kyrgios is a bit of a lunatic. We know that he occasionally can punt a match if he just doesn't feel like being there but he felt like being there today and he outplayed sissy Paz in the second and the third sets jones is atlanta braves are hot down there in hot atlanta baby that's right that's right uh 13 straight yep very good braves very good indeed big x in the house richie p says what's up he said they hit the like there you go that takes me right into my admonition for you guys they make sure he you did the thingy do he, he did do the thing? You do that thing that we asked, man. Hit that like button, uh, smash it, smash the like button, as the kids say. 
Make sure you get over there and get subscribed. And I know you're listening to us on Max Wagers Network because that's where we're at these days. But if you haven't subscribed yet, please get subscribed. A lot of great content on the Max Wagers Network. Of course, starting off at noon with uh, Sean Higgs doing Midday Money. I'm surprised we haven't been on that show yet. Just do four in a row, Scott. Just keep it going. Uh, Allie Burns doing uh, Morning Wood at 1 o'clock. You and uh, me, or me and Chris at 2. Me, you and me at 3. Sean Miller at 4 talking about soccer from across the world. And, of course, Detroit Lenny and the Earl Brothers bringing it on home at 5 p.m. with your game time decision. G Money said the Braves made him five hundo yesterday. First half minus a half. Nicely done. Jones says, always hit the like. That's right. Just like voting. Do it more than once. <laughs> hit it on your computer. Log in on your, on your phone under a different name. Hit that like button. Uh, yeah, go that extra mile. That's, that's all we're asking. Uh, Super Size says Celtics tonight, I still believe, for one game anyway. Well, Celtics aren't playing tonight, so you've, you've fallen in. You've fallen into the same trap that I did, Sly. Just assume every day is an off day. You, you, you're thinking the game should be on a Wednesday. It should have been on Sunday, Wednesday. Yes, Sly, you're absolutely correct. It wasn't. It's on Monday, Thursday, of course. If, if. Uh, so, there you go. Um, we got a great new deal at Caesar, Scott. On it. It's, 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 it's uh, similar to the other deal, except... It's $1,500. $1,500. They will match you if you lose it. So uh, if you win it, you've won your bet up to $1,500. Congratulations. But if you uh, if you can't, uh, if you can't, uh, maybe the Braves, maybe the Braves, maybe you're all over the Braves and they uh, and they finally decide to lose. So uh, don't worry about it. Caesar says, you know what? We'll make it good. Once again, up to 1500 bucks, And the code on that, it is a new code that you're going to have to use. And it is Video Winners 15, Video Winners 15, all one word, of course. And if you don't remember it, don't worry about it. It's in the show box as well as the link. Must be 21 to play. Caesars has got to be in your state. Unless you're in Wyoming and New Hampshire, then you only have to be 18, which is cool. And, uh, yeah, make your first bet your best bet. That's what I'm saying to you right here. So um, what else we got? We told them to like and subscribe. We told them to... Uh, Get over there to Caesars. Um, tell you to check out my premium picks. I got that link in the description as well. It's running pretty good this week, so make sure you hop on board the old premium picks. Anything else, Scott? Anything else I'm forgetting? No, not really. Not jo- that I could think of. Jones says she's going to ride the Braves till the wheels fall off. I don't blame her. Uh, it's a good team right now. Uh, right, Cave says fa- Father's Day Game 7. Uh, NBA will make sure it happens. No, Father's Day is this Sunday, buddy. Uh, right? Isn't that the point? Game 7 would be Sunday. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Uh, I was, I was thinking they were still early. This is also that. stupid, because you have another two days off in between game six and seven. Yeah, of course, they're all they're all travel days, but I get it. But. It means you have two games in about a week. It's just stupid. What are we doing? It's stupid. Or two games in like eight days. Like This is really just next-level horrible scheduling, and whoever organized this should be fired. Who do you guys like in the NHL tonight? Well, we like different teams. However, I will say this. I, I, I like the Islanders. I liked I liked Colorado, but I'm not interested in laying 160. Your regulation guy? No, not in this game. I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be tight. Um, I think the value is on Tampa Bay. That's why I like Tampa. If you're if you if you talk about who I think is gonna win, I think Colorado is gonna win. If you talk about where the value is, I think there's only one place there's value, and I think it's on Tampa Bay at plus 140 or so. It's very tough to turn down Tampa getting Braden Point back, who's a top three offensive player on their team. Yep. 
Colorado still missing Kadri, who is, can we say the third or fourth best yeah, offensive think, player I, on their team? I think that's right in the, right in the wheelhouse for where where his position is. Um, He's out. Gerard's out. I don't. Do you like either goalie for Colorado? I mean, Kempfer, I guess, is a little bit better, but they both weren't great against Edmonton. Well, the, how many how many games did Kemper play against Edmonton? Because he hasn't he hasn't played for two weeks. I was going to say he got injured in about game one. Game one, right? Or, yeah. And he he gave up like five goals before that, yeah, but he, he got injured. Wasn't good. That's what she said. Very nice. Um, so yeah, it's one of those. And you'll run across those games every once in a while where you go, well, I like this team. I think they're going to win. And then you look at the price. You're like, no, I can't do that. So then you have to look at the other side. So this is this is a game where I'm just it's going to be just value to me. Where I'm going to I'm going to take uh, a team that is arguably just as good, and I know Scott would certainly argue better than Colorado. I think it's close, but with the injuries, I do think Tampa's. And right. you're getting you're getting seven to five on your money. So yeah, I'm going to have to hold my I'm going to have to hold my nose and play the dog there. So I agree. I at the end of the day, you have Vasilevsky against a goalie that you are okay with, not thrilled with. Right. But Tampa's right. been there before. Mm-hmm. I know the crowd should be amped up there because it's the first cup game in Colorado in about 21 years. But I just think Tampa's the better team as of right now based on the injury report. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Super Slice says Kadri's probably fourth best, but most importantly, he can play solid second line center. Minutes. You can argue that Kadri's also like the third or second most valuable player because he'll injure the other team's best player. Yikes. You know? Yikes. I'm just being honest. You know, Kadri, of course, had a. Nice moment there with the hat trick against St. Louis, but throughout his entire career, he's been known as being a cheap shot artist. So, you know, just going to throw that out there. Okay. All right. Well, we just, uh, he just needs to hear some more racist stuff about him. Everything will that be, was what got him going. Everything will be fine. Um, all right, Scott, let's find out what happened yesterday, man. Let's, uh, let's, let's get right to it as we break it down. Talk about the, uh, you know, yeah, the good news and the bad news. There was, now I was uh, like I said I was without uh, I was without basic internet for like three hours last night I couldn't check any scores. How did it feel? It was weird. It was weird. Okay. I, I needed all those people there. You know, like the outdoor amphitheater, probably eight thousand people. I think everybody was on their phone, and you know they're they're like old people, so they're probably on Facebook. So they just they couldn't stop posting shit on Facebook. Would be my guess. So yeah, I, I, it was hard to grab a vine uh, last night. So I was I had to wait Use till the dial up. I had to wait till I got home. I wait till I got home to check all my scores. So, how'd it go? Uh, it was all right. We uh, we hit you know we hit the farm, which was uh, which was which was a good thing. Uh, well, you know we really we we want to hit the farm every day, but I really wanted to hit it yesterday since that line. Because well, we we said minus one thirty. Yeah. Closed at one fifty. If we're gonna get it closed, it closed at one eighty. I didn't even realize it closed the one. When dude, by game time it was minus three hundred, minus one eighty on the Braves. I can't say I'm surprised. No, no. Well, that's why. That's one of the reasons we took it because we thought it was a great deal at minus one thirty. We thought it was a good deal at minus one fifty. But I got to say, we're not going to come here and give you a one eighty on a run line. That ain't going to happen. Yeah. So we're glad it but hit. It won. We're glad it hit. Yeah. And uh, I had the, uh, I had the Guardians on the run line that. that Almost turned into a Giants situation, you know, where the Giants were able to get home. Uh, Cleveland just couldn't get that extra runner to cover the, the run line. So they win, but they don't cover. And I split them up on the premium side, missed on, uh, I took a swing with Tampa Bay plus 190. I loved loved the value there. Of course, Cole, once again, uh, did whatever I didn't want him to. And yep. keeping his perfect season intact. I had Toronto on the run line. 
they disappointed a lot of people last night. And then we did better with the Mariners over Minnesota and the Dodgers Angels under eight and a half there. In the Do you have a specific baseball player who just seems to always burn you or he always does well when you want him to struggle? Garrett Cole. This 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 season Cole's is, your guy. This season has been Garrett Cole, absolutely. Uh my a, guy is a position player, but I'm curious how many times Cole's actually burned you. Uh I'd have to look at his starts probably probably four times. Okay. Uh Bubich is another one. Recently, Carlos Santana. Okay. I will fade Kansas City and he will get on base three to four times. That's every that, game. That's amazing because he's he's hitting like two like one one eighty. Oh, so he was leading off the ninth inning. I need nobody to score for Kansas City. One two count, and I'm just like, all right, he's gonna foul off seven pitches and walk. What do you do? We fouled off five pitches and walked. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Sounds about par for the course. Just Santana seems to always get on base whenever I want him to get out. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. So let's talk about uh, the overview of what happened yesterday, man. The winners, whiners, all those people that uh, you know they 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 had nice easy wins, and this is not for you. These are the people that got ripped off at the last minute. You know who you are, man. You, uh, you're the one. You're the one that you, the, I see you at the concert. You got your flip phone out, and uh, you're uh, you're calling the cops. I think the head bob to the siren is the most interesting development yeah. as far as our show goes. That's it's catchy, man. That's just uh, that's just top notch entertainment right there, buddy. So we'll uh, we'll start it off in the major leagues. If you had the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. If you had the Phillies. Oh, man, I didn't load them up. Sorry, Ben. Too many shows today. Nothing's loaded. Nothing's loaded except your host. So We'll do it live. We'll, we'll do it live, damn it. So if you had the uh, if you had the Phillies on the mon- money line against the Marlins, they led 9-8 to eight after eight innings. Miami scores three runs in the top of the ninth. My God, you know, those two teams get together. You know you're going to see fireworks as far as offense goes. Uh, how about that Phillies bullpen, Scott? They uh, they lose eleven to nine. Rye is uh, Rye's not a happy man, by the way. Rye Cape not a happy man today. Bullpen's usually rough, but in Philly it's especially rough. Indeed. Uh, if you if you had the Rangers on the money line against the Astros, pretty nice plus price. Uh, they led three to nothing after seven innings, and then Texas bullpen happened, and Houston scored four in the eighth inning, and they lost four to three. Yep. Very good. It's happened before, but when you're getting plus money like that and you're up three runs more than two-thirds of the way through, that's a pretty bad beat. Don't care for it. Don't care for it. And finally, if you have the Reds team total under four and a half against the Diamondbacks, you're you're a fantastic handicapper, man, because they had no runs in the first nine innings. But we're not done yet, kids. One run in the 10th, two runs in the 11th. Oh, for God's sake, could this game just fucking end? Uh, not quite. Two runs in the 12th. Congratulations. They finished with five. Brutal beat. Brutal beat. Probably the beat of the week right there, Scott. Oh, it has to be, because it's the Reds, Diamondbacks with Molly against Davies, and you have no runs in nine innings. Then on top of that, the Reds were up three to one in the bottom of the 11th. Two outs, two strikes. Can I interest you in back-to-back wild pitches to score two runs, which sent the game to the 12th? Make it stop. Make it stop. Two wild pitches and three pitches to score two separate runners to tie the game. Brutality. Brutality, my friend. Well, there was some good news out there. These are the people that had nice, easy wins. Maybe you uh, 
saw the first part of the game, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to that concert instead. I'm going to go. I'm going to go have a night. And uh, you could do that because you didn't have to sweat your bets because you were in the rocking chair, man. So the first one, if you had the Braves Nationals over nine, you had ten runs in the first three innings, and the game landed 14. Yep, yep. Don't get a lot easier than that. Hey, speaking of offensive output, if you're up there in the in the uh, high in the mountains waiting for those runs to start uh, pouring in, uh, last night was a disappointing night for you as the Guardians Rockies under 11. They uh, had six runs in the first nine innings, and they went to extras, and they didn't do anything stupid. They did what you're supposed to do. They scored one run. That game landed seven after extras. Congratulations, you were in the rocking chair. I really didn't understand that total. I understand that it's in court, but you're going to put a total of 11 or so with Bieber on the mound? Yep. Yep. I found that a little fascinating. Uh, somebody somebody in my comment section was uh, taken aback by the fact that the uh, team total for the Guardians was six and a half. He said, I got to fucking yep. play the under there. And he did, and he yeah, cashed. That's fair. Yep. But the last one, if you had the Red Sox minus one and a half against the Athletics, uh, the Athletics are not a good baseball team. Nope. And they trailed six nothing after four innings. And the Red Sox held on one six to one. Boston playing quietly good baseball right now. I don't even know if it's quiet. They went from being like last place in the AL East to being a fringe wild card contender. Yeah, twelve of fifteen, I believe. Are they in possession of a wild card spot now? They're like right there. I don't think they are because I think that Tampa and Toronto were still obviously ahead of them. But I'm pretty sure they passed the Angels. Well, let me look here. The uh, Boston Red Sox are currently two and a half games back of the uh, second wild card spot. That's not bad. Uh, the bad part is, or could be good news, the two teams in front of them, both in their division. Yeah, but I'm just saying Boston was way out of it after a month, and they've mm -hmm. had a really nice month and a half. Yeah, nice resur nice resurgency. As they've uh, not only pulled it even at 500, they're four games over right now. So, mm -hmm. yeah, very good. Cleveland also playing good ball. They're just a half game back of the Red Sox and uh, – yeah, good times. Good times indeed. Uh, Royals, not quite there yet. They're 12, 12 and a half games out of the wild card spot. All right, my friend. Well, let's uh, let's talk about this. I know this is more uh, more your speed, so I'll let you uh, I'll let you take care of business here with this one. I'm not going to find out, uh, Scott. I got to admit, it didn't this one didn't make me mad? <laughs> but of course, you know we were disappointed. I don't know why that rolls into that so many times. I have to hit the perfect. It has to be just perfectly timed for that for that not to roll over to battleship. So apologies to everybody. But it was a historic event, so you can leave the sirens in there. Fair enough. Well, Scott, it was a a big day for English soccer yesterday, but not in a good way. You want to tell us what happened? Yeah. So they're having currently some type of event. It's called the European uh, Nation Nations the U League. It's the UEFA Nations Cup, right? Yeah, UEFA Nations League. So I, it's not exactly a huge competition, but there's a lot of international teams that are taking it somewhat seriously. And England was in, let's just say, a good spot, taking on Hungary. And England was about minus 300 on the money line. They're playing it in the UK. And I believe England minus one and a half goals, for example, was minus 130. So England prohibitive favorite. And they got absolutely smacked. Smoke. They lost four to nothing in front of their home crowd. It is the worst beat by the, or the worst loss by the England men's national team since 1928. 1928. Mm. Hungry. 4 nothing. Not good. Not good, Bob. There was a red card, but it came after 
pretty much all of the goals were scored, so they right. can't even blame it on being a man down. But losing 4 nothing at home, that's pretty rough. That's uh, liable to lead to anarchy in the UK. Mm-hmm. All right. Going to lead to a bit of a clash. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Not, not bad. Not there bad at all. All right. So let's uh, let's check in with the uh, with the comment section here. Um, everyone at Scott's concert had rocking chairs. Uh, had wheelchairs, buddy. It was a uh, my my buddy had a, a handicap placard that that we've tried to use. They were out of spots. It was a rocking chair, just mobile. It was the rocking chair concert. Oh my god! Uh, Phillies guy had a Phillies had a guy in third, didn't score. There you go. Uh, super slide. That's embarrassing, England. And uh, Bronco Devil, of course, big hungry fan, apparently. Um, Scott, we talked about this a little bit. We haven't talked about it in this context. What do you think? Every time I see LIV, I, I keep thinking, what do you think the 54? Because I'm so, I'm so Super Bowl trained. What do you think the LIV players, how you think they'll be treated at the U.S. Open by the fans? I think they'll get booed, at least on day one. Now, if you're talking about a situation where one player... It has a massive birdie putt or something down the stretch. They're not going to boo the guy for making some incra- like crazy golf shot. But opening tee, I think a decent amount of boos. Once again, I think the whole thing is just stupid. I think that if the players want to pursue more money elsewhere, they should do whatever they want. It's not it's their lives, not mine. I don't really care. But when it comes to how the fans are going to treat them, a lot of fans have some type of unwritten sworn loyalty to the PGA. So I think they're going to boo the LIV. As a golf fan, if I was at the event and the guy's also on another tour, why the hell do I care? Put together a good round. I'll enjoy the entertainment. And if you make a good shot, I'll clap for you. Okay, fair enough. I think we're in agreement. They're going to boo. I wouldn't personally boo because I think it's actually decent for the sport. I don't mind having multiple leagues with good players. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. Well, it's it's not about... It's it's a twofold problem with the PGA. One's where the money's coming from, but we'll talk about that. Well, that is it. That's 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 the other part of the problem. The problem is leaving leaving the PGA, and the, the bigger problem is where the money's coming from. So, but if we start if we start penalizing countries that do things we don't like and not having sporting events, it's, it's you're going to lose a lot of your international competitions because you know the you see you see F1 racing in places like uh, what Azerbaijan, Miami. Yeah. Both places with real problems. Bronco Devil says his wife is Hungarian. That's why he was cheering for Hungary. I like I like Hungarian food quite a bit. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Eastern European food, Polish food. I don't Hungarian think I've ever Hungarian had Hungarian food. Little uh, little goulash, little stuffed cabbage rolls, stuff like that. Well, maybe you have a little fisherman soup, chicken paprikesh. No, none of that. No, sounds per- interesting though. Pierogies, you eat pierogies. Well, Bronco, that's what I said before. It was like when players used to sign with the USFL. Now, of course, the where the money's coming from argument is completely different. Right. But the NFL and fans kind of turned their back on players who decided to go to another league. And when Steve Young and Herschel Walker came over, I'm assuming initially they weren't exactly well-liked by everybody. Would you agree with that? No. No, I wouldn't. They, no, you they, think they were just beloved as soon as they made the transition. Yep, they folded. They, they were happy to have them. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jim Kelly, Steve Young, Herschel Walker. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else you have in there? I'm trying to think of other players. Those yeah. are the main ones. That yeah, I think of. yeah, absolutely. Uh, Super Slice says my friend works in the a- UAE. 
And he says, cash those checks quickly, boys. Saudis are notorious for not paying. <laughs> Take that for what it's worth. The thing is, I, I really can't criticize the athletes from taking money from wherever because... Doug Flutie. Comes, right, Flutie Sly. Thank you. Yeah, good call, Super Sly. Thank you. But for soccer, we just mentioned England. I root for Man City. And it's mostly oil money. Right. So am I supposed to, you know, root against the LIV players but keep rooting for Man City? I'm, I'm consistent. I don't care one way or another. It's a team I root for. It's golfers I like. I'm not going to suddenly hate Patrick Reed... Because he decided to take money elsewhere. It's Why does that concern me? Nicholas Lee says it's free money. Why not take it? If Good. you can live with it morally, then I, whatever. Why does that concern I me? I mean, yeah. If you get if you get down to the granular level, and you know, if you're on one side of the political spectrum or another, you're going to find companies on, that do things on the other side that you don't like. But you still use them. You still give them money. You know. So most companies that make most of the stuff tend to do a lot of shady shit. I can only imagine how many sweatshops were used in the making of my clothes and my iPhone. Sure. Yeah. But that's... people still buy it anyway. So it's one thing to take a moral high ground, but like, c come on. Like, realistically, people are going to buy iPhones. People are going to buy Nike shoes or whatever anyway, regardless of what the means are that they come from. Uh, James Mount says, what's wrong with oil money? Nothing wrong with oil money. I think the problem is the way the Saudis have a record on human rights. And... The, uh, I think the the last straw for a lot of people in the anti-Saudi sentiment was the uh, killing of Khashoggi. Just saying. There's a lot of, once again, moral issues involving Saudi, but the money itself is coming from oil. <laughs> yes. That's why I said oil money. Oh, no, no, I to totally agree. But I'm just saying all oil money is not created equally as far as the, the eyes of the people that have a problem with this. Again, just saying, I know you can't fully equate it, but I'm curious how many golf players who... Or still, or with the PGA that called out the LIV players, potentially have some stuff that was made in a sweatshop or two. Just saying. Sure, sure. You know, like if you want to take the moral high ground, you kind of have to go all in, don't you? That's the way to play it. Otherwise, you so, certainly run the risk of uh, being called a uh, once again a little bit of it's a convenient. Hypocrite, you know, so. people don't typically care which eight-year-olds in China are making your phone, but right. I'm just saying, you know, the working conditions for a lot of companies are not great and morals go out the window pretty much entirely in the business world. Yeah, I do have I do have a bit of a problem with the people that are out there protesting against uh, Saudi Arabia holding up their iPhones. Like, yeah, it's a little bit ironical. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a word, but yeah, it's not, sure. It's not. I was joking. It's ironic. Uh <laughs> Nicholas Lee says it's how the world works. Somebody has to take the poop into the stick. That's right. Somebody somebody gets to take the poop, somebody's got to clean it up, buddy. That's that's the way of the world right there. It's good to be the king. That's all I'm saying. Jones says money talks, BS walks, nobody cares. There's no more morality anymore. I disagree with that. I think if you're if you're a parent, if you're raising children, there's certainly morality. You have you have to impart a certain amount of morality to your offspring. You, you, you are fucking We're you're, just talking about businesses and you can whatever. live like a libertine, buddy. You have you have no obligation to be moral. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, love pierogies, says Noak. I grew up, grew up eating that. Boil them, cover them with melted butter and onion. Uh, I like to I like to cook them and then put them in a little finish them off in the frying pan with uh, both butter and onion. I'm a huge fan, huge fan. A little sour cream on top, absolutely. Make your own damn clothes, damn it. That's not happening, JC. Sorry, buddy. Bronco says I grew up on cocoa puffs, Hungarian cocoa puffs. They put paprika on top of them. Very interesting dish. What do you like for tonight? We talked about the hockey a little bit. You got a th you got a thought on the total? 
I am leaning to the over. Okay. Vasilevsky, I know, has been amazing. I get it, but both teams are still very high-powered offensively. And I'm still not sold on whichever Colorado goalie they're going to use. Yep. We saw Tampa in game one against the Rangers had a bit of a sloppy game because they hadn't played in about a week and a half. Colorado hasn't played in a week plus because, of course, they ended up sweeping Edmonton. So I expect them to be a little bit sloppy defensively. I think you might see an up-tempo game here. We know the power plays are really good for both teams. I'm going to lean to the over. Not to mention all the empty net or shenanigans that could unfold at the end. So I'm going to lean to the over. I think you'll I think you'll see a lot of chances for both teams. Any chance we can get this down to five and a half? Or do you think it's stuck at six? I think it's stuck at six. I think two, I think both teams offensively are too good for it to go to five and a half. Yep, I, I thought the same thing. I was just throwing it out there. Uh, Super slices loves uh, Hungarian lingos. Uh, I don't know that I've had those. Okay, now now I have to fucking look those up. Oh uh, yeah, everybody's <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, I have made some Hungarian food, Joan, and I can say that about all of it. It is all very fucking labor and prep intensive. A lot of it is. So I used to make some, uh, I got a great recipe uh, for stuffed red peppers with like Hungarian uh, paprika sauce, and it's fantastic, but it takes me like, like four or five hours to fucking do it. Uh, <laughs> or my dad would say he cleans the elephant poop out of the circus. Very good, Nick. Uh, Broncos says, bad thing is my wife doesn't cook. What the hell? Oh, man. You can cook, can't you? We talked about this. You're a little bit of a cook, right? I dabble. You dabble? Yeah. As in, if I had to fend for myself, I'd last maybe two days. Rice says Tampa Bay's going to be in this ab zone all night long. Now, if that happens, that's going to be bad news for Colorado because you're not going to get a situation where they're going to... A part of me was tempted to take the Vasilevsky over in saves. Yeah. It was at 32 and a half. Most of Colorado basically attempts 40 shots per game. Right. But I can't. I decided not to because Tampa defensively, from what we've seen against the Rangers, especially and Florida, they're just dominant in the neutral zone. Right. And I'm concerned that Colorado's not going to have as many clean entries as they've had throughout the entire postseason, because this is easily the best team that Tampa's faced up to that the best team that Colorado's faced up to this point. Tampa it depends on what your thoughts are about Florida and Toronto. I think we would agree that Tampa's had the tougher path up to this point. Yeah. Does it concern you at all that Colorado got a bit of an easier schedule because Edmonton upset Calgary, stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, they haven't been as battle-tested, but this is a team that had the best record. They uh, were great. Don't get me wrong. In the West, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, JC wants to know if I'm Dutch. Only when it comes to paying for shit. Uh, yeah, I, believe, I believe my lineage... We never did my dad's side very well, but I believe I have German on that side and uh, Norwegian on the other side. My mom's cool. people are all from Norway, so there you go. Uh, Stamkos, anytime scorer, plus 170. You like that? I don't mind it. We know Stamkos is not afraid to take a bunch of shots. Nope. Kucherov can score, but he's really embraced being a facilitator so far this postseason. So the power play, you know, Stamkos should get at least one one timer per power play. Yeah. So I do think you're looking at a lot of chances there. I am curious what Braden Point's situation is. I know he's playing, but he hasn't played in so long. He's on the power play. He's going to be, of course, in one of the first two lines. Do you ease him back into it, or do you just tell him it's the Stanley Cup? Figure it out. I don't know. I, you know, they, The doctors and the coaches have a, a handle on that. I do not. I don't know what he's looked like in practice. I don't know what he's looked like in the skate arounds. So... I don't. I can't. I can't really offer uh, an informed opinion about that. My gut tells me 
if he's ready to play, he's ready to play. I think so too. So, and he's had time off. That helps as well. And so. points a good facilitator too. St. Louis was Colorado's toughest test as super slime. Yeah, agreed. I'm saying I don't really know how impressive that is because they didn't have Bennington. I know Minnesota wasn't a great team, but technically St. Louis upset Minnesota. Right. And then you had Edmonton who upset Calgary. I just think the way it, the way it played out, I don't disagree with that statement. Although without Bennington, it's a little bit different. And with so. Bennington, they struggled a bit. Yep, uh, they did. So, uh, what else we got? We got a little baseball tonight. We got a lot of the games underway. Uh, give you a quick quick update here. Uh, Detroit with Fado on the mound, not doing well. Scott, they might have to blow it up. Looks bad, doesn't it? Looks bad. Vince- uh, you're down twelve nothing to Velasquez. The, the the twelve, you know, whatever. You scored zero? Yeah, against Velasquez. That's not a good look. That's not good. We talked about that on the show today. If you can't score against Velasquez, said, this this is your shot. It was. Yeah, it we was, said that in the second inning. Yep, it was <laughs> my, it, well past the second inning. It was minus one hundred five each side. It was three. It was three nothing already. Yep. And we're like, well, if you can't score against Velasquez, you're trying to blow that team up. Uh, Houston taking care of business against Texas. I, I don't know why they were afraid of that game, Scott. Lenny and Lenny and Allie were both laid off of that. And, told you to load up. I personally laid off. I had no opinion on it. Oh. I said that based on the regular season meetings, uh, the eight and a half total, each of the first 10 games did go under and Garcia could maybe pitch. Well, I once again said, there's no chance I'm betting the game. Another, it looks like it, uh, Miami has recruited another good young pitcher. Castano uh, did not allow a run against the Phillies. Oh, well, we've seen Miami's bullpen also blow games in the series, so mm-hmm. it should be a pretty fun next couple innings. Yep, yep. One uh, one nothing in the bottom of the eight, so we'll see how that turns out. I feel bad for Kyle Gibson. Eight innings, one run, 86 pitches. You might pick up the loss. That's all you're going to get. That's as good as you're going to get out of Gibson. Absolutely. No question about it. That is kind of brutal. So, uh, Scott says, Polish and Norwegian. Wife is Italian. Kids all screwed up. <laughs> Just They're kidding. all mutts. All mutts. Yeah, my wife is uh, she's a super fair haired. She's got like Irish and English in her. So nice. Uh, like you say, oh, well, Bronco trying to guess my age. If I like sticks, dude, I'm I'm sixty even. I just turned sixty. So no, no, happy I'm, late birthday. Yeah, well, no, I'm about to turn sixty one. Sorry. So yeah, happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. You had your birthday this week. You didn't make. You're you're like the youngest person. I didn't. I didn't e- talk about. You're it. You're like yeah. the youngest person ever to make not make a big deal of their birthday. I turned 25 on yeah. the 13th. Yeah, that's, so. that's the last one you can really celebrate because you're fucking... I can officially rent a car now. You're, Isn't that the official age, 25? Yeah, your car insurance rates go down, and you can rent a car. That's it's great. That's the last milestone. That's it. You're done. Yep, There's not, There's you, are, you have unlocked the key to all the world has to offer now at 25. Yep. I'm. See, it's like I gained a third eye. Is your third eye blind? Uh, as of right now. Okay, good it's enough. It's a bit of a semi-charmed life. <laughs> That is third eye blind, right? That yeah, is third eye blind. Absolutely, okay. it's the one where they, awesome. the the video where they ride all the scooters. Yeah. So let's talk about some baseball that hasn't started yet. It's always the always the challenge. Uh, your Yankees right now, Scott, playing pretty good ball. What do you make of them? Uh, the Yankees, mm-hmm. they're the best team in the league right now. Okay. Now they managed to get a great outing from Cole against Tampa, which is a bit rare. But you have Cortez on the mound against AL Cy Young leader. Shane McClanahan, uh-huh. and his numbers are actually insane. Like I don't know if people realize McClanahan has a 1.87 ERA. I feel like nobody would have known that unless quiet. you actively looked it up. Yep. Uh, so he's been very good. Cortez has been solid, but he has not been as good 
in the last couple of outings. I wouldn't say Minnesota roughed him up, but he didn't exactly look great last time out. I'm not sure if that's a one-off or Cortez is regressing because he's got a 1.96 ERA. That seems like a little bit of, of overachieving for Nestor. I was looking into no run first inning. It was about minus 150. So I decided not to make that my farm. Probably a team total under for Yankees. Maybe Yankees first five, if you have faith in McClanahan to pitch well. I don't mind the spot for Tampa because, of course, McClanahan's their best pitcher, and you're getting a pretty good price at like plus 125 or so. Yep. But I'd probably go first five money line because the Yankees' bullpen's been very good. Tampa's bullpen's okay. But Kittridge is now injured. They're missing a couple of guys. Tampa's bullpen isn't as good as it was in years past. I would probably go Tampa first five. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll just I'll play the under and walk away. Yeah. I, I'm okay with that, too. Uh, Bronco Devil says, now I have a year to send Reichel a Yankees cap. Very good. Yep. Uh, Calvin says, game total under and Yankees money line. That's probably the way I'd lean. Although, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the under, too. But if you want to go first five, you're getting plus price with the AL Cy Young favorite. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. You want to thread the needle there, buddy? Play Tampa Bay first five, Yankees full game? You could, or if you wanted to, just take Tampa plus half a run in the first five. You're laying some juice, but, I mean, if you if you have faith in the McClanahan bandwagon, then you're getting a hell of a deal. Where's the value in Cy Young, buddy? Uh, right now? Yeah, right now. I mentioned the value last week was on Alcantara. Uh, American, said, American League. I said earlier this week, Manoa okay. would be my option, and that was about eight to one. And he went out and had gave up. I think he gave up one hit against Baltimore yeah, his last time out. He's still seven twenty five. Just saying, mm-hmm. it was eight hundred. So I think McClanahan should be favored because he's going to be ahead on the strikeouts. But if you want to talk about where the value is, I know Toronto will get him run support. I don't know if wins even matter anymore okay. for Cy Youngs. They kind of don't. But if Manoa ends up with twenty wins, it's going to look pretty good. Toronto should get him a bunch of run support. The value itself, I would look at Manoa. I don't hate Gausman at nine to one either. Okay, that's fair too. I'm okay with that. You a lot make a lot of the same cases with Toronto. I worry about him splitting the votes with Manoa. That yeah. Uh, Verlander's the other co-favorite. I liked Verlander to start the year. I mean, if you're looking at his performances for the last couple of months, yep. he's been good. Do you think he's been amazing? No. He's been fine. Not lately. No, he's been That's fine. That's what I'm saying. So I, I wouldn't currently invest in Verlander. I think you missed the boat on that. Okay. But yeah. McClanahan and Manoa right now would be my two picks. Okay. All right. Very good. Anything else on the baseball card before we uh, get to business? Uh, Well, a decent amount of games already started. Right. I have a play today on the Blue Jays game against Zimmerman. I'm sure you can figure out where I went with that one because Zimmerman's pitching for Baltimore. Uh. Do you think he's a bottom 10 pitcher in, uh, starting pitcher in the league? Right now he is, yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Uh, the Red Sox are laying a big price with Winkowski, Winkowski on the mound. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind the over. Maybe ball, maybe Boston team total over there. I like the way they're playing. We know Oakland's not very good. Uh, besides that, we did total chaos. We mentioned a couple of totals there. I like the under in the Angels-Dodgers game. I am liking the over in the Pirates-Cardinals game. It was eight yesterday. Now it's eight and a half. Uh, besides that, we're saving one other play for later. Is it time to get through it? Yeah, pretty much is. Do you worry about you worry about Flaherty coming back? What do you think we're going to get out of Flaherty, and do you think he's going to be on a pitch count? I was looking at the over because, as I said, in total chaos, it's his first appearance since October. So I don't exactly trust him in this spot. 
plus the pitch count could be noticeable. He might only go four innings. They might ease him into it. But you're looking at Contreras. His road numbers are awful. The Cardinals offense has woken up. Goldschmidt's been amazing. If you want to talk about some value, NL MVP Goldschmidt, I think, has a lot of value. Because Goldschmidt's been amazing. Killing it. And who's the favorite right now? Mookie? Uh, I don't have it in front of me. They, they've, they're really... Uh, I've got American League MVP, American League Cy Young, and home run leaders. Okay, uh, so I'll I'll pull it up. AL MVP, I was right a couple weeks ago. I said the value was on Judge, and the fact that Otani was still favored to win the MVP two weeks ago was an absolute joke. And now Judge went from like 3-1 to one to plus 110. So we'll see if he can stay healthy. But I pulled it up. Let me see what I got here for the NL MVP. And that's really the only question about Judge, isn't it? I mean, because when he when he plays, his production is there. Yeah, he's been great. Goldschmidt's actually favored right now to win the MVP. He has jumped Mookie, as he should. I would probably look for Goldschmidt to have a good game tonight, maybe bet on the home run prop. But Contreras' road numbers are not good. We know Pittsburgh's bullpen's not good. I still like the over there. It would not surprise me if the Cardinals put up six tonight, which should help the total. Okay, very good. All right, buddy, you mentioned it. Let's get to it. I know a lot of people have talked about it already. So, um, yeah, we're going to... Uh, we're going to do something I don't think we've ever done before. I don't think we've ever done before. So, yeah, stay tuned for that because we're going to bring it to you right now. It is time once again, everybody. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. Put on your nice, clean overalls. Grab that straw hat. Put it on your head at a rakish angle. Climb aboard your John Deere. Get out your keys. Fire that bad boy up because, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know it, you love it. It is time to bet the farm. All right, very good. Scott? Ma'am? Ma'am? Afternoon? Evening? As I mentioned, I don't think we've ever done this before, but we are doing it today because, number one, there weren't a ton of games, and number two, it is just hard to get off of this team right now. Uh, we are going to play, once again, the Atlanta Braves on the run line. And no, we're not taking it at minus 150. Little better price today, kids. How about minus one fifteen for the Atlanta Braves? Around, I think it's mostly like one twenty, one twenty five right now. Has it gone it's up? Still very doable. Of course it has. All right. So yes, yeah, still uh, very well in the playable range. Braves, they have won their last thirteen in a row. Nationals play bad ball, but they play especially bad at home. They've lost twenty one of their first thirty two home games. Strider, Strider. Got a great porn stash, Scott. Great porn stash, little soul patch. He's pitching for the Braves. He has been very good, especially on the road. 19 and two-thirds innings pitched, 1.83 ERA. And Eric Fettywap is going for the Nationals. Not good, and he has been even worse lately. His last three starts, 11 and two-thirds innings pitched, 10.03ERA. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say over those 11 and two-thirds innings, he's given up 12 runs. That's just a guess. So It's not good. Not good, Bob. Not good at all. Bad pitcher, bad team, uh, taking on the hottest team in baseball right now. You know what? We're going to – Joan said it earlier. We're going to ride this horse till it dies. We're going we're gonna to keep whipping him down the stretch. Give us the Atlanta Braves on the run line. Uh, minus, let's call it – let's call it 120, shall we? And, of course, Atlanta's still getting nine at-bats. Yes, Atlanta's still getting nine at-bats, being the visitors visiting squad. So – that's going to do it for the farm. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, 
Appreciate you guys stopping by. Don't forget, if you weren't able to see it live, you're not able to watch it on video, if you're in the car, you're on family vacation, don't sweat it. We're still available on all your regular podcast platforms, so make sure you get over there and download that rate and review. Give us five stars, et cetera, et cetera. And speaking of five stars, you guys are always a five-star audience. We appreciate you stopping by. Good luck on all of your plays today. And Scott and I, well, you know what? We'll just uh, we'll be back to do it again tomorrow as we uh, as we do our thing every single day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, doing our level best to help you in that journey to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you then. And there you have it.